Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Fight fans. It's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with the one and only Chris Eubank Jr. Chris, it's nice to see you in person. Yes, it's good to be back in England. Good to see you again. I'm, uh, I'm in shape and on weight. Very happy. Is it always nice sort of coming home and being here for a little bit? Because I know that you train over in Florida and in Las Vegas. Is it good coming home? Yeah, listen, I've been away for a year and a half. I only just got back to England about a month ago. Um, Straight? Yeah, yeah. I was there through the whole of COVID, uh, training with Roy. Traveling the, uh, traveling the States, you know, there wasn't any lockdowns in Florida really like that, like there was out here. So I got very lucky. I've been in Miami, I know. Yeah. Um, you know. It's nice there. Yeah, I went to Texas for a while. Was no, no one's, everything's open. You know, it's crazy. You don't even wear, have to wear a mask in Texas. But um, glad to be back. It's nice to be fighting back in England again. Uh, my last fight was in New York. And uh, yeah, we're ready to go. There's a lot of big plans for you moving in the future. There's a lot of good things sort of coming up. But you have to be successful this weekend against Marcus Morrison. Now, I know that you mentioned him as sort of like a tune-up. And I know at the, on, on the press call, someone brought that up. And, you know, oh, do you find it offensive that you're calling it, he's calling you a tune-up fight? He knows what he's in for. He knows that you're not to be taken lightly. And he knows what the consequences are. Um, for you, do you see this as sort of an easy fight for you? Just something to sort of stay busy? Um, or are you approaching this with obviously knowing what's at stake if you don't get past him on Saturday? You know, when people say an easy fight, you know, they've got to understand for a fight to be easy, you know, you have to put in a lifetime's worth of sacrifice, pain, struggle, um, dedication. That's the only way you can have easy fights. Um, so in fact, they're not easy because I've had to go through all this to get to this level. You know, Marcus Morrison is, uh, he's got two hands and he's got two gloves. And this is- A lot to gain. And this is his big shot. Mm -hmm. So it would be stupid for me to, to underestimate him, to overlook him. 
Um, I guess the reason I asked that as well is because I guess that was sort of the impression given that when you call them a warm-up fight, that it might be just an easy fight, something to sort of... That word is used because, of course, I have the big names on my radar. I want to fight Golovkin at the end of the year. You know, I want to fight for these world titles. I want to fight the big names. Um, you know, Marcus Morrison is not one of those big names, so... Um, you know, he's the guy I've got to get past to get to those guys. So, you know, stepping stone, warm up, whatever you want to call it. I've been out of the ring for a long, long time. So, um, you know, my promoters, they wanted me to get in the ring and fight, you know, a solid guy, but, you know, not super elite level. You know, you fight a solid guy and then you, and then you step up. Um, whether you want to call that warm up, whatever you want to call it. Um, in, in my opinion, this is, to me, a multi-million dollar fight because uh, if I don't win this fight, I don't make that money in my next fight. I don't get those world titles. I don't get those big names. So this fight's massive for me. I'm taking it very, very seriously. When we're talking about what's to come, um, we know that Triple G has a fight sort of I guess, sort of set in stone for December 31st. Have you heard about that against Mayorga? So he's not really, in, I don't know if he's intending to fight at all this year, aside from New Year's. I just found that a little strange. I've never heard of somebody um, putting a unification fight so far out. But what are your thoughts on him deciding to basically fight one time this year? Well, that I, I've never heard that until you just said it. Um, you know, I know my promoters have told me that the goal is to get him at the end of the year. Um, you know, if he's got a fight scheduled for the end of the year, get him in the summer. Um, it's a fight that they are pursuing, so I just have to trust that they will be able to deliver the goods. Mm -hmm. Now, what happens if he doesn't want to fight beyond New Year's Eve? What is, what, what is plan B for you? It, obviously, you want to be world champion. That's the number one goal. We have the only fighter with yeah, a world exactly. title. There's plenty of other fights to be made. You know, I'm WBA interim world champion. So Royalty Murata is the full WBA world champion. So that's a fight that can be made. Um, Charlo, Andrade, you know, all these guys uh, have world titles and I can beat these guys. So um, if we can't get Golovkin, there's plenty of other guys we can, we can make these fights with. Well, speaking of the others, Demetrius Sanjay just had his fight against Liam Williams. Can I get your thoughts on sort of how that went and what you think of Demetrius as a fighter? Uh, it went pretty much how I thought it would go. You know, Liam Williams is a come forward fighter. You know, he, you know, he just he just walked forward and, and took a lot of shots. Um, you know, that fight is uh, it will be a fun fight. Uh, me and me and Andrade and. Um, Again, you know, if, if we can't get the Golovkin fight, I want, I want a belt. So it's whichever one of these guys I can get first. I think what it's really great also about your setup is that you're not sort of restricted to any promoter. You're not I'm not promoter, any network. So you could sort of float about as how you want. You can go over to Fox. You can fight uh, Charlo. You can be here at DAZN and fight here or in really anywhere. It's sort of how everyone's doing it these days, if you've noticed. Uh, a lot of the guys, like Teofimo is doing it now. Um, Canelo's doing it now. Where Everyone's just sort of 
they're not re refraining themselves from going to any any other promoter or network. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great to have that freedom. It's great to have that the option and and uh, and not restrict yourself because sometimes you know you do get caught up in you know a network or a promotional company and then you can't go and fight the guys you want to fight because of the politics and the contracts and you know the rivalries between promoters and they don't want to they don't want to put them on the show or whatever the case may be how many times have we seen that happen far too many it happens all the time yeah so to be in that position where that where it's less likely that that will happen is, is great for me um so yeah i think it will be you know it'll be much easier for me to to make these fights moving forward it's safe to say 160 is your weight class, right? Like this is where you want to stay? Yes. Um, you know, I've never naturally been a super middleweight. You know, I, I was having to eat, eat a full breakfast the day of the weigh-in to make 168. Uh, and then I would eat for 24 hours straight after that. And I would still be getting to the ring the next night at 168 when, you know, these guys were putting 15, 20 pounds on. Um, being at 160, you know, I don't kill myself to make that weight. And, you know, I can put eight pounds on after I get off the scales. So I'm big, I'm strong, and uh, it's, it's a much more natural fit for me. So um, that's where I'm gonna be campaigning at for the foreseeable future. The only fight that I would move up for is Canelo. Um, you know, Canelo is gonna walk through the Saunders this next, uh, in, in two weeks time. Um, you know, he's running out of guys to fight, you know. Guys don't want to fight him. I want to fight him. And not only do I want to fight him, I want to take the fight to him. I don't want to get in there and survive and, and just try not to get knocked out. You know, I'm a fighter's fighter. I'm coming in there to get you. And that's what is needed to beat someone like Canelo. You can't be afraid. All these, a lot of these guys, they've already lost before they've even got in the ring. You know, that doesn't, that doesn't come from me. Does it scare you at all when you fight overseas because there is the pressure of, let's be honest, the judges, you know, calling it some crazy decision. Uh, do you ever worry about that when you're fighting overseas? It happens a lot, you know, and it happens too much, to be honest, where you're getting, you know, uh, scorecards that don't make sense. Um, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta be smart about where you're fighting, I guess, as, as much as you can. And, you know, you just got to, you know, hopefully have a, the, right, the right promoter who's going to be responsible after have, you know, good judges. Um, you know, I've only fought in the States once, you know, and that fight lasted two rounds. So I haven't been on the bad end of anything like that. Um, but, you know, obviously moving forward, especially, you know, if I'm fighting a Golovkin or an, a Canelo, and it was in the States, you know, it would be it would be up to the team to make sure that, you know, those bases are covered. I mean, look at the first fight, for example, between Canelo and Triple G. Exactly. Prime example of what can happen, unfortunately, in judging, which should be changed, but that's a whole different topic. Uh, you just mentioned uh, that next weekend's fight, Canelo versus Billy Joe Saunders. I interviewed Billy Joe in Las Vegas, and uh, you guys always have a lot to say about one another. I asked him about the $10,000 bet. Uh, he said that basically spend $10,000 on the ticket because that's the closest you're ever going to get to a Canelo fight. Would you like to respond to that? You know, um, Billy Joe Saunders hasn't been tested 
he hasn't fought anybody that's tested him since he fought me, which was I don't know, six years ago, something like that. Um, you know, he's coasted his entire career. Um, and now he's, you know, been thrown in there with, with Canelo to get a payday and, and, and give up his world title. Um, so you don't give him a slight chance? No, not, not a chance at all. Never. He's, uh, and not because Canelo is, you know, so much better than, than him, just I don't rate him as a fighter. You know, he, since the fight with him, I've, I've improved tenfold. He stayed exactly the same. Um, so I just, I just can't see how he can, you know, he doesn't have the power, he doesn't have the, uh, the grit or the determination to, to take it to, a, to Canelo. And I don't think he has the skill, the stamina to be able to withstand Canelo's assaults. So yeah, I'm putting 10,000 pounds on him to get knocked out and I think I'm gonna make a nice little payday. I love the banter between you guys, though. I really would hope to see a rematch one day between you guys. Yeah, well, listen, it's, it, it probably will happen. Yeah. And when it does, you know, I'll be, I'll be putting 100,000 to me to knock him out then. Um, I know that you mentioned something along the lines with Triple G. You said, you know, you, you sort of had the opportunity and it slipped through your fingers. Are you glad, though, in hindsight, that it didn't work out then? Um, and that now, especially with you training with Roy Jones, do you feel like now that you've, you've grown enough since that point to say that you're maybe thankful it didn't happen then and maybe it'll happen now? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm glad or thankful. You know, it was, that's something that's always bothered me. You know, I, I think my style is a perfect style to beat someone like Golovkin. Um, but at the same time, everything happens for a reason. Um, you know, for whatever reason, the universe didn't allow that fight to happen at that time. And now we're in a position where I'm back down at middleweight and we can make that fight within the next year. So um, everything happens for a reason and, and, and I'm ready for the fight when I get the call. Let's talk about your relationship with Roy Jones. I don't want to keep having you repeat the same story again and again, but um, I haven't really been able to speak to you about it. Uh, I know that sort of how it came about, but how are things going along now that you guys have had enough time to spend together and really sort of develop uh, that relationship? Yeah, I mean, the relationship is great. You know, I, I, stayed, I stayed with him for a year and a half. Um, and, you know, I learned the entire way through. You know, in, in, things never got stale. They never got old, you know, which is crazy because of that amount of time, you know, you think you'd, you'd get bored or, you know, you'd, oh, we've done this already, but, you know, just, he's an encyclopedia. Um, and I've learned a lot. I think I'm one of the few fighters in the game that's actually improved during COVID, even though I didn't fight which is, I don't think many fighters can say that. I mean, most guys either stayed the same or got worse because they were so inactive. For me, being with Roy, being with this new coach and learning these new things, I feel like I'm a better fighter than I was before COVID. Um, and now it's just for me to go out there and, and display everything we've been working on over the last 16, 17 months. Being out of the ring for so long, is it more important for you on Saturday night to get the rounds in? 
Um, I know that you obviously are going to want to make a statement, but at the same time, those rounds are so important for you at this point. Yes, they are. But as Lennox Lewis likes to say, you don't get paid for overtime. Um, so if I see an opening, if I see an opportunity, I'm, you know, I'm not going to hold back. Uh, but yeah, the, you know, I'm expecting there to be some ring rust. I'm not going to lie. Being out of the ring for so long, you, you know, you, there's going to be cobwebs you need to brush off. And I think Marcus Morrison, you know, he's a solid opponent. He's the perfect opponent uh, for me to get in there with and, uh, and do that. So I'm excited. Do you still get nervous going out or is it more of just like the adrenaline you're excited? No, I, you know, you're nervous at the beginning of my career, you know, you, when you haven't experienced the ring walks and the crowd, you get nervous then. But now I just enjoy it. I just enjoy myself. I enjoy the atmosphere. I enjoy the moment. Um, but you haven't fought since COVID. So now that we're without crowds how do you That's one think thing I've been thinking about yeah. is, is how will it feel to be in an, in an arena in a ring and there's just nobody cheering or yeah that's going to be an experience and you know what I'm glad I'm going to be glad to do it because when can you when can you ever say oh I, I had a fight once and there was nobody there like you know th this is a once in a, a lifetime thing that that uh, that us fighters are going to be are going to be doing and that that window gets smaller and smaller because you know things are opening back up and crowds are going back in so you're going to embrace this yeah i am it's an experience and it's something that i'm going to be able to say i did and i'm glad i and i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to it i don't think it's going to affect me as much as it may do at other fighters you know I, for me i don't need a crowd to bolster me or to hype me up you know i i can't count how many times i've gone into an arena and people have been booing and hissing and spitting and oh, shouting and it would never phase me. I would actually fight better. Don't tell me someone's ever spit at you. Yeah. No. Absolutely, yeah. What? You know, the, that, the last time that happened, I think, was in, um, was in uh, Germany. In, in, uh, yeah, so I was in Germany and there was, um, there was like 20,000 Turkish fans rooting for Avni Yildirim. They had signs, you're going to die, welcome to hell. And one guy tried to spit me. He didn't hit me, oh, but, God. you know, he, he tried. And, you know, the crazy thing, as I came back, the same guy was trying to take a picture with Stop. me. Yeah, that's, that's how crazy boxing is. That's how fickle the sport is. You know, one minute, one minute, one minute they hate you and one minute they love you, you know? That's why I don't really, that's why I don't really, um, you know, I don't worry about people what say. I don't worry about uh, the critics and the haters um, because it, it doesn't mean anything. You know, these are the same guys. If they saw me out in the street, they're the same guys. That they're talking it up on Twitter and social media, but then when in the street, Chris, let me get a picture. So, you know. Do you find it hard having the last name that you have. Um, you know, you got Connor Ben, for example. Now you have Campbell Hatton. There's sort of this idea that, oh, they don't have that grit because they grew up, you know, being taken care of or with money. Do you ever feel like there's that, 
it's like a, a gift and a curse at the same time because then you have to work extra hard to prove that you are your own person and not be in the shadows of the father. I mean, listen, you look back through history and you look at all the world champions who've had sons who have gone on to try boxing themselves. 99% of them don't make it. So I wouldn't say that having a father that is a world champion is a gift. It's not. It's, you, you, there's way more disadvantages than advantages. Um, you know, the hunger that the fighters use to get them through these toughs, the tough training, the tough fights, it's hard to get that from, you know, being brought up with money and, you know, you go to a nice school, you live in a nice house. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, other fighters had that because I don't know, but, you know, I'm, I'm talking about myself. But, you know, when you, you know, when you have a father who's done so much, the pressure, the expectation, um, you know, the, the fact that so many people expect you to do so much so quickly, it, it's, it's tough, it's, it's brutal, and, it, and, and it, really, it really makes it hard to flourish. You know, you're being compared to a world champion in your, in your debut fight, which is, is, is crazy, and it's not fair, but that's just boxing, that's just how it is. You're, you're in the same sport as your father, you've got to uphold the legacy, you've got to do all these things that people think you should be able to do quick. Um, and you know that can that can buckle a lot of guys, and it has done. Um, you know the only way that you can stop it from buckling you is to have true belief in yourself, and you know to 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 be who you are. Not don't try to be something you're not. That's one thing I'll say to all these guys. You know, you know you can't play a role in boxing. You have to be real because once that bell goes, if if you're acting you're going to get found out. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your name is. You have to be real. And you know what? I mean, you've done a pretty good job basically living up to sort of this high expectation. Uh, like you're saying, like when you have a father who is famous and you've done and accomplished so much, you've done well for yourself. So congratulations uh, I wish you all the best and uh, hopefully we could see you at some point this year hopefully not next year because I hope Triple G plans to fight at least twice this year you think with him getting older he wouldn't want to keep waiting and waiting but hopefully we can see him um, maybe change his mind and who knows get a summer fight with you listen the money's there the demand's there the fans want to see it give the fans what they want to see Golovkin let's go this year baby Sports Social Podcast Network Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.